0: Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Slap some bacon on a biscuit, let's go! We're burning daylight! We interrupt this program to bring you the top news stories from the Walt Disney World Resort on DW60. This is Press Row. Time for the headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort. It's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening to Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're glad you're here. Find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you. And ladies and gentlemen, we are at 1,040 days without a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. It's interesting because we're, what, a week away now? Uh, Next Friday, next Friday morning, the D23 Expo starts. And uh, Disney apparently has got this huge secret announcement to make on Thursday of next week. I mean, I, I can't even begin to imagine what it could be. There is a, The possibilities are literally endless of what this huge announcement could be. Uh, a lot of people have said that it's going to be a third park over in Anaheim. So you'd have Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, and then a third park. There's been a lot of talk about that. There has been a lot of talk about a fifth park in Orlando at Walt Disney World. So you'd have the Magic Kingdom. You would have Epcot. You would have Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, and then another park. I'm like, out of the two, what seems more realistic, you have to go with Walt Disney World getting a fifth park because they just have the room to do it. That's why Walt Disney purchased this land in the state of Florida in the first place. It has, you know, the gift of of room expansion. That's what, you know, it was all bought for in the first place because we have all this room to use. So why not use a fifth park? So a lot of people will ask, well, if it's a fifth park, what would it be? The first thing a lot of people say, Marvel. We know Disney California Adventure, I I guess, getting a uh, Marvel Land. So would Disney World be getting a Marvel Park? Well, you know, then there's that gray area with Universal Orlando. It's just oof. Some say, you know, that doesn't apply so much anymore to certain things. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. Uh, Some people, and this this is the craziest one I think I've heard so far. A lot of people are like, oh, it's a brand new airline. Disney is going to announce it's starting its own airline. And I go, wow. As outlandish as that sounds... The thought of an actual Disney airline flying from major airports, you know, like uh, New York LaGuardia, um, Atlanta, Dallas, Los Angeles, Chicago, all these big major airports where Disney could fly their own planes out of. Uh, We're not talking small regional airports here. We're talking big international airports. Uh, The thought of that, I, I do like it it would be pricey <laughs> let's be honest if disney were to start their own airline i can't even begin to imagine what the the price tag would be for something you know like a disney flight uh, disney has uh, you know put mickey's face on the side of different airplanes for different companies uh, throughout the years i've seen them on i think it's alaska airlines At one time they were doing stuff with uh, delta uh, and Eastern Airlines and stuff like that. But for Disney to have their own airline, it's that's an interesting concept. You know, Mickey greets you before you leave the gate. Or Mickey meets you as you come to the gate in Orlando or in Anaheim. Something like that. Um, but I can imagine all the red tape. Uh, that Disney would have to go through to to actually make this happen. You know, and, and that's... Uh, <laughs> ooh, Lord. <laughs> and then, again, I know I'm repeating this. The price tag of a ticket on a Disney airline it would just be... Ooh, astronomical. Astronomical. Uh, some people have mentioned uh, more cruise ships is what Disney might be announcing on Thursday of next week. Uh, some more cruise ships for the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, We already know the two more are in the works. Uh, Maybe they're, you know, announcing some more. It's a possibility. I I think announcing more ships or more destinations uh, for Disney Cruise Line is definitely more realistic of a thing to announce than uh, Disney Airline. You know, Um, (laughs) I don't even know what that would be called, Disney Airline. Or maybe that's what it was called. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But, you know, I guess I'd be okay with uh, more destinations for Disney Cruise Line. Or maybe it's Adventures by Disney. I I can't imagine it being movie news. Because I I would hope that they would save all that for the expo itself during the, the panel for movies and stuff. So I would think it's not going to be that. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I would think they would save this period for that specific panel, whichever one it might be, whether it be the Disney parks or movies or Disney cruise liners. I would think Disney would want to hold on to it until that actual panel. But apparently that's not the case. Um, what was some of the I'm trying to think of some of the other rumors that people have come up with out of all this. So we've done the Fifth Park. Uh, We've done Disney Cruise Line. We've done Disney Airline. We've talked about that. What else? I mean, you obviously know what I want it to be. I want it to be a brand new parade for Walt Disney World coming for the 50th anniversary in 2021. You think about it, folks, we're right around the corner from this as far as the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World goes. You know, it's already August 2019, 2021, and this big 50th anniversary celebration is going to be here before you know it. So making this announcement uh, for D23 or right before D23 makes sense. You know, give it time, let it build its hype. And also, if you think about it, it seems like every other year Disney has... Lots of great things to talk about at the D twenty three expo. They have a huge year, you know, they talk about, oh, fantasyland expansion is coming. And then two years later it's like, yeah, here are your updates on what's happening with Fantasyland. And then another couple of years. Oh, this is happening. And then dies down. Then again, oh Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge is coming and you know, the next year's kinda so we're on one of those years where you're expecting big announcements. Like Epcot. We need to know more about what's coming to Epcot. You've got all this different stuff closing come September. Mouse uh, Mouse Gears closing down for a short time for refurbishment. The Fountain of Nations going away. Club Cool going away. Uh, Starbucks is having to move to a different location. Interventions East and West going to be completely just gutted on the inside, I think. And all of that reimagined. So they're, you know, they're saying the electric umbrella is coming back. We just don't know as what. Is it going to be table service? Is it going to be quick service? Or is it just going to be in another location? We don't know. So it could be big news like that. But again, I would expect for them to hold on to that until the Disney Parks panel. And I believe that's on Saturday, the 24th. So, you know, obviously I want a nighttime parade. 1,040 days without a nighttime parade is just too long. It's it's just too long. Yesterday, Disney Parks blog posted uh, this picture of the Main Street Electrical Parade uh, going on there in Disneyland. And I would say the majority of all the comments when Disney posted that was people saying, Hey, look, we're tired of not having a parade at Walt Disney World it's been way too long it's been almost 3 years comment after comment after comment and a lot of people a lot of people were like can you just put the main street electrical parade to bed and get it over with why do you keep bringing this one back some other people said bring back that parade but reimagine spectro magic change SpectroMagic into something else brand new use the same name I, I like that idea and i don't at the same time i don't think we need to repeat ourselves i think it needs to be you know a fresh new idea a brand new parade never been seen before i would love to see you know the electrical parade come back to disney world cuz a lot of people said that in the comments but i don't know i don't want it around forever We've gone 1,040 days so far and no parade. I don't want to bring back just any old parade again, even though I love the electrical parade. It's great. But if you're going to put this thing to bed, put it to bed and let it sit there. Get rid of it. Do something. Even if it's paint the night that comes to Disney World, I'd be happy. So some interesting stuff should be coming up for the D23 Expo. And this huge announcement that Disney is going to give us if it's movie stuff I'm not gonna be very happy um, Could you imagine if it were hey we're building a brand new theme park okay where um, <laughs> London uh you gonna put one in uh, South America or I mean what how many locations are left where we can put a Disney park I don't know uh, maybe they're putting a Disney park in Brazil. We have enough Brazilian tourists that show up in Orlando. Maybe they're just going to say, hey, let's just build a park down there in Brazil and get it over with. I don't know. But that, but Disney says it's going to be huge. And they are really, I mean, really keeping this one. Hush, hush. Don't say a word. Don't leak it to any of these websites or anything else. Say nothing. So who knows? Um, the day of... The speculation is going to be absolutely nuts, or maybe they will leak it a little bit the day of the announcement. I don't know. But a lot's going to be happening when it comes to the D23 Expo next week, and a lot of people very excited. A lot of great Disney legends are going to be there. Some fantastic Disney merchandise, Imagineers, Everything that you can imagine that goes along with the D23 Expo will be going on. So very exciting. I'm hoping for another Star Wars trailer to come out during the Expo. Hmm, I'm sure we'll get some other trailers as well that we have not seen yet. So that will be exciting, too. It's not just the Disney Park stuff I like. I like the other stuff as well. So I do hope we have some other great announcements that are going to happen. All right, so let's get to uh, some headlines from Walt Disney World. There was a former uh, cast member there at Disney World who was arrested and charged with a lot of crimes after stealing cash, credit cards, and other valuables, according to a police affidavit that was obtained by the Orlando Sentinel. This 28-year-old woman used her knowledge of the backstage area at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. And she was using that knowledge to steal from other cast members. This is so sad. Uh, She did work the water park at one time. Apparently now works third-party vendor just across the street at Disney Springs. She was stealing the credit cards, cash, and other valuables. Attempted to purchase $250 in alcohol. Uh, and purchased gas and food with the stuff that she uh, she stole from gas members. She was arrested, charged with fraudulent use of credit cards, uh, theft, and unlawful possession of a stolen credit card. Disney has declined to comment on anything, but um, you pretty much see where that's going. <laughs> Your time here with Disney is done. And have a good life. All right. Big plans, as you know, are in play right now for the former Wonders of Life Pavilion, which is going to become the Play Pavilion. Uh, We don't know when it's going to be done, but a lot of uh, things are going on with it right now. You can hear construction going on inside of the building. And for the longest time, it was just roped off. You couldn't get up there to it or anything else. Well, it's not just roped off anymore, but... There's a fence that has been put up and a scrim also around the building uh, exterior right there where you can't see anything. So clearly they are really getting into this refurbishment of this building to become the play pavilion. Uh, we, we just don't know when it's going to open. Is it going to be open by 2021 or not? If they're starting it now, there's a good chance it might. Depends on how much work they have to do on the inside. To get on this stuff ready. I have no idea. It's a huge area. Used to be the um, oh, what's it called? The festival center for the uh, food and wine festival. So obviously, the festival center is not going to be there. A lot of the merchandise is over there in the World Showcase now. Uh, all of these other you know demonstrations and stuff like that. I'm sure Disney is going to start figuring out what's going to happening with that. Uh, also, next week, food and wine starting. Uh, Booths are starting to show up in the World Showcase for you to enjoy and try out. I know Nicole and I plan on doing another uh, video on the DW60 YouTube channel uh, talking about uh, what we would like to eat at the 2019 Epcot Food and Wine Festival. In case you didn't know, DW60 has a YouTube channel. Uh, We started off with uh, we've got live streams every Sunday and uh, Nicole got to visit uh, Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios and she threw up some some vlogs on that. So definitely encourage you to go over to YouTube and check it out. Just search for DW60. It'll pop right up. Hit that subscribe button and uh, the notification bell. I'll let you know when we uh, put new videos up for you to look at. So, yeah, that's what's going on with the Play Pavilion and the former Wonders of Life building. i not going to be able to call it that anymore. We've called it just the Wonders of Life Pavilion for so long, but it's just had nothing in it. It's, it's a great structure. It's a fantastic building. It's just, for so many years now, just been so underutilized. It's unbelievable. All right, we have found out that um, on August the 18th, the Gloria and Emilio Estefan owned restaurant located uh, in Disney Springs is going to be closing down, Bongo's Cuban Cafe. It's been there for like 22 years and it's going to have its last day on August the 18th. Uh, Disney did announce the replacement for Bongo's in Beatrix, a neighborhood restaurant coffee house and grab and go markets. Uh, Gloria Estefan and her husband, Emilio, are going to be opening Estefan Kitchen at Margaritaville Resort in Orlando, which is the successor to Boncos. But uh, from what I hear, that restaurant has always done very well. Uh, Gosh, it was there for 22 years. I I guess it was. And the food was always good, a great environment. But it's just become a little outdated, and I I think uh, the Estefans are looking to, you know, reinvent themselves a little bit. So you have until August the 18th to check out Bongo's Cuban cafe over at Disney Springs. Are you a football fan? I am a football fan. Football is my main sport between the months of September and like February. I'm all about football, college football, NFL football, all of it. I love my Dallas Cowboys. Go Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. And I'm a big Arkansas Razorback fan. Go Hogs, go. Woo, pig suey. Well, when it comes to college football, there's something that happens every Saturday morning on ESPN that people go nuts over if it comes to their town. And that is College Game Day. Well, College Game Day is going to be broadcasting live from the Magic Kingdom next Saturday, August the 24th just prior to the football game between the University of Miami and the University of Florida. pregame show is uh, going to have Kirk Herbstreit, Luke, Luke Corso, Desmond Howard, David Polak, Maria Tyler, all that stuff happening right there in the Magic Kingdom on the, at the train station overlooking Main Street, USA. That's where they're going to be if you want to catch college college game day. Now, the thing about this It's going on from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN if you want to watch. They'll have a look inside of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and some of the other theme park stuff as well on College Game Day. What is popular about College Game Day are all the signs and all the flags and all this other stuff. But, you know, Disney has a strict policy on no signs, no flags, anything else like that. So I'm, I'm I'm kind of wondering how this College Game Day is going to work. Especially with this Washington flag, Washington State flag, I think, uh, that shows up for every single college game day. How is that going to work? It's become tradition for this flag to make it to every single college game day, every Saturday, during the college football season. Uh, So, I don't know what's going to happen with that. Maybe Disney is going to allow them to drape that over the railing there at the railroad station. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen at the train station or not. I know somebody will have it. Maybe they'll just quietly, just kind of hold it up for a minute or two and be done with it. And it was there and it counts and you go on to the next one. Um, but a lot of people very excited about this. I don't think this has happened before. I don't think College Game Day has ever broadcasted live from the Magic Kingdom on Main Street USA there at the train station. I know of one other person personally who has done that. And that's my father. Uh, many different times with the radio station that he worked with up in New York City. I had the opportunity to broadcast from the train station overlooking Main Street, USA on uh, different occasions. I think he did it two or three times and took me every time. He knew I wanted to go. And he was like, you want to come with me? Yeah, I want to go. And to to sit there and watch my father broadcast live from the Magic Kingdom there at the train station was amazing. Uh, it's a dream of mine, if if it ever possible, to do a broadcast like that from the train station. On Main Street USA, I th- I think it would be fantastic. I just I dream about it sometimes. <laughs> ever ever since I saw him do it, I've wanted to do it myself. Um, you never know one day. It, it's a possibility. I'm not going to hold my breath or anything, you know. But uh, it is fantastic to to hear that ESPN is going to be doing this. Uh, so again, happens August the 24th, broadcasting from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern over on ESPN. If you love Disney mobile ordering, well, guess what? You now have even more. The 20 quick service locations throughout the theme parks and Disney Springs area and more are on the way. They're not stopping. They're just continuing on with this because it is so popular. It is so convenient. Why are you people standing in line anymore? Use mobile ordering. So now you can use it at the following seven new participating locations for quick service. Float Floatworks and Food Factory at Disney's Port Orleans Resort French Quarter. The World Premier Food Court at Disney's All-Star Movies Resort. End Zone Food Court at Disney's All-Star Sports Resort. Intermission Food Court at Disney's All-Star Music Resort. Everything Pop over at the Pop Century Resort. The Mara at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge and Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort. That's the next quick service I want to try because they have a burger over there I hear a lot of good things about. So I really want to try that burger over Contempo Cafe. You've had it before. Tell me about it. Uh, over to the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Um, it's awesome. Use the mobile order, like I said. Avoid those wait lines uh, and just... Put it in the app, pay for it, and uh, let them know that you're there. Pick it up and go eat. The only thing you can do um, is expect for it to be perfect every time. Yeah, that's what I want to say. You can't expect for it to be perfect every time because as mobile ordering becomes more popular, more people are waiting. So yeah, you will have a little bit of a wait time, but not as long as some of these queue lines for quick service if you just stand there waiting to talk to a cast member. Remember that, okay? (laughs) All right, this is very exciting to talk about, and it's only for the fall and uh, fall months, you know, right now through, I think it's, what was it, December 15th. Check this out. Disney has just announced it's a brand new ticket that is called Midday Magic for Walt Disney World theme parks. Here's what it's all about. You get to go to a theme park, admission to one theme park with a a Midday Magic ticket. And you're granted access to that theme park beginning at noon, 12 o'clock. Not 11.59, not 11.30, not 11 o'clock. But starting at noon, you can go to the Magic Kingdom. These tickets are valid right now for park entry on or before December 15, 2019. It's crazy. Here are the prices. A two-day, midday Magic Ticket. $88 per day. Ticket expires four days after start date. A three-day, midday, magic Magic ticket, $84 per day. Wow. A four-day ticket, $79 per day, $316. Here's why I like this option. Because there are people out there who sometimes don't like always going to the Magic Kingdom at rope drop. Maybe, maybe you're just the type of person who likes to chill. And you want to take it easy. Well, let's say you want to sleep in. I'm the kind of guy that would love to sleep in, take my time getting up. Maybe go try a quick service restaurant for breakfast. Maybe head over to Disney Springs. Do a little shopping. Maybe I want to play some miniature golf before going over to Epcot. You can save a little bit of money and still enjoy the park. Because if you think about it, opening at noon, a lot of times the park is open until 10 o'clock at night. You're still getting a lot of time in the parks. It's the first time that Disney's offered this. They have an annual pass. I think it's for Florida residents where you can get into like... Uh, Epcot at like 4 p.m. or the water parks at 4 p.m. something like that. Can't remember what it's called. Have something like it, but they've never done it before where you can go into one of the four major theme parks at Walt Disney World. A two day ticket, $88 per day, that's $176 plus tax. A three day ticket, it's gonna cost you $252. A four day ticket will cost you $316. Those prices are a lot less. And you're, think about this. Think about this. You're really only missing three hours of time in the park, and that's in the mornings. When everybody else is showing up at 9 a.m. for the rope drop and all this stuff, you're only missing out on three hours. And let's say you just want to go and have dinner or lunch or breakfast, miniature golf. Maybe, maybe you want to hit the pool. I just want to lay by the pool for a couple hours. Wake up at 7, do some breakfast. Quick service real quick. Throw on your swimsuit. Go have a cocktail by the pool. Over at the bar or something. Some people just want to spend time at the resort they're paying for. And I get it. This is a great idea by Disney. I love this idea. And I like the price of it. And you're still getting a good, significant amount of time in the parks. And that's what's important. You guys know that my biggest problem with Disney after-hour events is the price for the amount of time. Especially with them now allowing more people to get in. That's my biggest issue. This, for me, is... Not bad. $88. $88 for noon until closing. Hmm. So if the Magic Kingdom is open from 9 a.m. until midnight... And you can't get in till 12 o'clock, noon. You're still, still getting 12 good hours in a Disney park. And you can still do your Fast Passes 30 days in advance. All that stuff. I'm sure if you're on reservations, you know, you still get your Fast Passes early like everybody else. But if you're just buying the tickets and you're just hanging out in Orlando for a few days, for two days, and you got stuff to do in the morning... But you want to visit Disney in the afternoon. This is perfect. $176 will get you two days in the Magic Kingdom. $88 a day. That is a good deal. That's a steal, not a deal. And it kind of makes me wonder, in a way, if a lot of people are going to kind of, you know, adjust their vacation a little bit. Not that they're finding out about this. They're kind of going, oh, hold on a second. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Calling up uh, their travel agents. From storybook Destinations or somebody else, whoever you're using, and going, hey, um, I love the idea of getting to sleep in, check out the resort or go to Disney Springs, and then go to the park in the afternoon, and I don't feel like I'm wasting my money away by paying for a full day when I only want a partial day. And it's not even a partial day. You know, let's say that they didn't allow you to enter until 2 o'clock. That's still a good deal. It'd be a little cheaper. But think about this, people. $176 for two days? What would it normally be? And it's during a great time of the year, too, because you've got already the Halloween decorations are up in the Magic Kingdom. And with this going until December the 15th, then you've got Christmas decorations. All the stuff that goes with that. For $316, you've got a four-day, midday magic ticket. That's all four theme parks from noon until closing. Now, if they close at like 7 or 6, I get it. It kind of bums you out a little bit, but hey, that's fine. If we close down at 7 o'clock, then you've got time to go back to the resort, go hit the pool, go to Disney Springs, do some shopping, eat some fantastic food. Or maybe you just want to visit a different part of Orlando. You can do that in the mornings, too. This is a great deal, people. This is fantastic. I love it. Take advantage of it while you can. Because $252 for a three-day, midday magic ticket, that's a good deal. That is a fantastic deal. So let us know in the Source Radio Disney Fun Zone if you think that you're going to be taking advantage of the Midday Magic Ticket at Walt Disney World. Those are your top headlines here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at 3 Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at MagicallyScented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next Magically Scented order. Hear ye, hear ye, all heed the arrival of Prince Charming! Well that's P-R-I-N-T-S Charming, don't you know? The Prince Charming company has been searching for loyal commoners who wish to have all of their Disney-themed printing needs taken into their care. Stickers, pin-back buttons, event banners, shirts, and much more. Why stray from the safe haven of the kingdom to others that just don't understand our Disney people? The Prince Charming Company has been serving the loyal people of our lands for years and will help you make a magical impact on your customers. So visit PrinceCharmingCo.com today. We're keeping the kingdom colorful one sticker at a time. That's PrinceCharmingCo.com for all of your Disney printing needs. That's it. Carry on. Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps? Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney. Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation. Summer's here, so why not cool off with an iced coffee from Expedition Roasters? All our coffees can be brewed right over ice at your home for a refreshing, cool treat. Top it off with whipped cream, chocolate, or even a scoop of ice cream for a special summer coffee that's sure to please. So start your coffee adventure today by visiting us at expeditionroasters.com to find out more about brewing iced coffee at your home and to shop our unique Disney and pop culture themed coffees. And be sure to use coupon code SR20 to save 20% off your first purchase with us. That's SR20 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah, (laughs) man. You think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. (laughs) Ha! Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. Or you can contact me in the Radio Disney Fun Zone. You want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at SRSounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. No, my and your Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com. It's the summer of Sorcerer Radio. You can be a part of the summer festivities by getting one of our free Summer of Sorcerer Radio stickers and putting it anywhere you want. You can put them on cars, bikes, books, children. What? Just about anywhere. Get your free Sorcerer Radio sticker by sending us a self addressed stamped envelope to PO Box 207, Prairieville, Louisiana. 70769 That's P.O. Box 207 Prairieville, Louisiana 70769 Now back to the music right here on Sorcerer Radio